was episode 104 that the Happy Accident podcast, Liam. 104 episodes. 104. Feels, feels like episode 100 was so long ago, but it was only four episodes ago. Lucky number 104. Uh, lucky, unlucky for some, 104. Could be lucky for us. Imagine, could, imagine if you jackpot. This could be the one. This could be the one. This could be the one to turn it. Turn it on its head, take us mainstream. Yeah. Right, stop saying, stop saying cunt and that. No, no. I can imagine in a few years' yeah. time we're going to be on Sky News being <laughs> being sacked from our... Uh, Operation U Tree has found another two targets. For things we've said in the past, we've, we've been absolutely <laughs> axed. I've been axed by Channel 4, <laughs> and uh, I'm not allowed on Vera anymore. <laughs> your fucking your appearance on Vera's been stricken from the record <laughs> books. fucking pixelating me face <laughs> Edit that episode, and now that episode will forever not make sense because there was a major plot device in that five minutes where you were in the background walking a dog. It goes rough as fucking toast, mate. Let's be right, honest. Let's, rough as toast. Right, but let's we'll get, get in with a hashtag what you're drinking. This week, hashtag I am drinking in every dream home a heartache. Never a true sentence spoken. N- never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> it was next to the Fosters. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the brewer on this? Um, the brewer is it's Wylam. Mm-hmm. It's a little collab with Dry and Bitter, which I haven't heard of before. North Brew, which do Sputnik. Right. And Track Collab. Um, so it's a, it's it's there's a few on there, and it's a it's a sour mash IPA. So I'm not a big fan of sours, but I'm gonna give it a bash. Get it, get wet that whistle, get it round your chops, slap it about. <laughs> I wish I'd recorded that reaction. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> Never have I seen something so sour it's... that the person who ingested it had to palm themselves in the side of the fias. <laughs> what are you getting me drinking these days? This well, is I it. don't even know. You, you, got, you bought me this? Well, there you go. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy, you ungrateful bastard. Jesus. <laughs> it's like, it's a 6%er. Um, <laughs> I'll give you the, the notes. Give some notes. Very hoppy. On the on the nasal notes, it, it's the, like on the nose and on the nose notes. It's it's a standard sort of IPA, you know. It's got that craft daily smell. It's mm. like a you expect it to to taste, kind of like how it would smell. Mm. No, first of all, it hits us with a fizz, bang! It's like I've got some pop and candy in my mouth. Lemon popman candy, <laughs> really bitter, like a really bitter, like sort of almost fruit aftertaste. That like kind of, uh, how can I explain it? <laughs> it's just weird. I'm a bachelor. Can I get out the can? Alright, if I oh, get out the can, go for it. Whatever, I've got a bit of that on the ship. Me go at the minute because um, so it's it's good if you're into sours. That's a bloody good sour. 
Doesn't it fizz? Yalla. It's got a fizz. Yalla. It's, yeah. it's, it's like a sherbet. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. That's left us just wanting to clag, clag in my mouth. You know, good, that good there. Uh, it's left one of them. It's, uh, oh. That's different. Oh. Also, it's, a, it's like burning my mouth. It's custardy on the eyes. Oh, it's custardy. Like, massive. It's like, you know, when you make a pan of custard. Because, I mean, they, didn't, didn't microwave your custard. That's all I'm saying. If you're out there and you're, and you're a fan of desserts, right? Who isn't? And every now and again, you're like, do I want a tiramisu? Do I want some pro fighter rolls? I'm not going to have a fancy one. I'm going to go old school. I'm going to have a bowl of custard. I'm going to do what like they did about in the war days. I'm going to take a bat of my roots. I'm going to make my ancestors proud. I'm going to have a bowl of custard for a dessert. Straight out of the tin. Straight out of the tin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making custard powder with, a, with a, a spoon that I've whittled out of a piece of wood. The, uh, and then you make a pan of custard. And then you do like... You fill the pan with water when you're done, just to get the custard oh, off yeah, the side. Yeah. Let it sit for a bit. That's what that looks like. It looks like you've uh, you've made custard in that <laughs> custard glass, water. drunk it, and then you just you've put a bit of water in just to steep it. It's a bit like um, it's like the the consistency of a KFC gravy. <laughs> oh, we've had this discussion before. How you can even call that a gravy? I don't even. Oh, how you can call that a drink? <laughs> it's like drinking battery acid. <laughs> It's fucking burning us every time I like have a drink. <laughs> the reaction doesn't get any less severe either. Jeez. It's just full on involuntary body spasms. Nah, very nice drink. <laughs> Give it four stars out of five. Wylam, North, uh, well done. Good good job. I don't know where you are all thinking about this. Like you it's like you have all had a, a really good drink and poured it into one vat. <laughs> <laughs> And tipped some popping candy in. I'm gonna, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll hit you with what I'm drinking here. It's a, uh, it's a Belgian beer, right? Uh, we got it from Beer Fifty Two, part of the Belgian box, oh. and it goes by the name of New Colon Nieper. Uh, I don't know, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I've not got a bit of Belgian in me, not a bit. Not a bit. Of Never had Belgian. one. Never had one. Never gonna. Eat. What are they famous for? Uh, the wall, Belgian wall. The Bel- <laughs> uh, chocolate. Gorbachev turned the wall, son. You know the famous Belgian wall, <laughs> made out of chocolate. The chocolate wall, the Belgian chocolate wall. <laughs> fries, <laughs> Belgian fries. Aye, that's the thing in it. Don't it. Dunno. Uh, they speak a different language there, you know. Belgian. The the speak, um, well, in some parts of Belgium, a lot of it's like kind of French. But oh. the, I met a Belgian geezer before, and he spoke Flanders, or Flanders, or something of that sort. Him off the Simpsons. I like Ned. <laughs> just put a lot of diddlies on the end Aye. of everything. It was it was like kind of a little bit of French, kind of a little bit of German, huh? and it's it's got its own language. He didn't Flanders. understand French or English very much. But I just called him to speak the shit out of a I called him, oi Belgium, Belgium, <laughs> like the film <laughs> Zombieland. Every, every time a 
met them on you, I'd just name the, the country and they should call them that. <laughs> solid, solid logic. Uh, it made, like, I bet it made far right gang. Like France. Like a, like a street level United Nations. It's good, it's good. Cleaning up the streets. I never forgot a name. One hostel at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Liam, this week, this new. Ro- What's uh, it like? New Nipa. Um Now on the bottle, right, it's got made with grape juice. Made with white grape juice. So all I'm taking away from this is the fact that this is a beer that's made with wine. Uh, 6.8%. That's hefty, that, isn't it? That's a hefty one. It's got good ball like the art. It's got three... It's very good. It looks like foxes. Uh, an orange, a pink, and a... Sort of a pale lime green fox with elongated snouts that almost look crocodilian, <laughs> and there's uh, there's rabbits just running on each of the snouts. If you look, crocodile fox, I like it. Croc, f- foxodile, f- croc, crocs, 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 croxes, with rabbits <laughs> all over them, and then there's just what can only be described as the drawn of me in the shower at the minute. <laughs> I'm fat now. Uh, it's a, it's, it's from Brewer Free Assembly. The blurb they've put on it: a unique take on the hugely popular East Coast style, which marries a soft, luscious mouthfeel, restrained bitterness, and huge hop aromas from nugget, taiki, and calypso. Uh, to me, that's that's a lovely bit of blurb. But if I was to wet my whistle here, I'll give you the Have blurb. You? Yeah, I tell you what, Free. What, what's your name? Free something? What's your brewery called? Free Assembly. You can have this one for note on your second edition. I want a better drawn of me for one. <laughs> More Croxes. And uh, here's your blurb. Two seconds. Fizzy is out. Is it? Fizzy is out. Yeah, you've got a lot of fizz. Which I find weird because there's no head on there whatsoever to speak of. No head to speak of. Is it like a sour like this? Or so sh- shoulders. So our shoulders, no head. have got a f- an underline and fizz. You know what this tastes like? Out of date orange juice. Like, uh, have you ever tasted orange juice that's gone off? That's been in no, the fridge for a I mean, month. No this is me we're talking about here. Like, this you, is me who I, I have an unopened bottle that's got a best before date, and I'll stand at the sink at eleven fifty nine, just staring at my watch, and as soon as it hits. Four zeros. I'm pouring that fucker down the sink. You know what I mean? It's gone. I won't even do... Like, a lot of people, you know, when you open something. Like, here's an example for you. Pate. Right? Brussels pate. I'm a big fan of Brussels pate. Right? I think it's it's a champion of the breakfast food world. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. His, name's, his name's Pate. Brussels I think his what? name's uh, Mr. Brussel Pate. Could be. And then... That patty always says once open, use within three days. I know people like in my family because I come from a strong line of Brussels pate lovers. You know what I mean? Right. And they'll they'll be like, "Fuck that!" No, I like this patty like five, six days after I've opened it. A week. A week, and I'm like, two nah, weeks, three days. Even if I've had like one breakfast out of it, three days. You have a patty. I'm it, like. What's what's the what's the calorie intake on a patty? Oh, like? I don't care. I was saying how fat I am at the minute. Oh, I don't care about calories. Main calorie. Never heard of them. Never heard of them. Never seen one. Yeah, I just I kind of get away with. Don't even know what one looks like. The thought of like getting, getting a, a, a getting some livers. 
Aye. or like a meat spread and putting it on my toast on a morning what do, you, what do you want? Ah, just some of that meat spread and livers on toast. Meat paste. No, meat I'll, paste. I'll stick to me fucking Cheerios, thanks very much. Patty is like a really posh meat paste. Well, it's not posh. It's posh, man. Honestly. What's posh it's about like, it? You're not going to get gout eating meat paste. I guarantee you, you're living on that patty diet. You better get ready for some serious joint troubles. <laughs> Something I've never, never, wa- I've never tasted it. It's delicious. I'm, lie. I'm it's not, delicious. never tasted it. At I all. hate livers. I hate livers. I hate them. Do away with them. Ban all livers. But they've got no purpose. Smash it up in a paste in a little gonna, tiny jar. If you're gonna turn it, oh mate, you're not buying patty in a jar. Didn't it? Didn't be buying patty. That's Whoa. not patty. That's just beef paste. What's that? Beef What's paste. A beef paste then. Beef paste is like what, well, like patty. Looks down on like Patty is like the king that looks down on the peasants who are jaws of beef paste. <laughs> <laughs> Patty is up there at a, atop a staircase made of absolute gold. So right? if and we put it in burger wise, where, where we're looking at, we're talking steak. You talking? I like. And then you're talking beef economy. Paste. Beef paste is like. Smart price like, economy. You know them burgers in a tin. Ah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I may it. not contain meat burgers. Patty is like patty is up there. You can get so many different kinds of patty. I recommend if you're gonna go in, your perfect starter patty is your Brussels. What's your, it? What's it made out of? It's just magic. Just livers and stuff. livers and livers and magic. Lips and arseholes. <laughs> All things living. No, that's a good example. You know, we often eat posh dogs. Yes, posh dogs. The patty is the is is the posh dog to the beef paste and the hot dog. That's what beef that is. Hot dog. You know, hot dogs out of the tin, aye, like Prince's aye. hot dogs, lips and arseholes, and then you get posh Sti- dogs. I enjoy them still. Who doesn't? Who, Who doesn't? doesn't love an hot dog? Am I going to sit here and tell you? I've even seen seen what how they made, and I'll still eat it. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if somebody I'll offered me a beef paste sandwich, you know, cut into four. <laughs> you got to cut it into triangles. Cut, cut into triangles. Right? Or just four, four tiny squares. I'm not turning that down. Like It's the same reason I end up, when I go to the canteen at work and they serve economy burgers, and I get them all the time. Oh, mystery meats. Mystery meat. You know mystery tube sarnies? Uh, mystery tube sarnies. Am I still eating them? Of course I am. They might not even have meat in them. I'm still eating them. There's just essentially. I prefer it if they didn't have meat in some of them. It's some like weed skin, just packed full of salt and pepper. That's all it is. <laughs> just a fucking salt and non-distinct pepper. meat paste. Beigeness. Mystery beige meat, heavily seasoned, wrapped in summit. I don't even know. And to make them expensive, you just need to stick some like parsley in there. Oh, so aye. Oh, aye. What's Man. in that? I don't know, but when I bite it open, there's green bits in, so I mm. know it's posh. It's probably got some of me, one of me, five of it. I think there's not enough posh dogs out there. I think hot dogs need a vamp. Need a revamp. Standard hot dogs could be made so much better. Could, I mean, that's the difference, sorry. I think you've got different levels of hot dog because you've got, got your... a big shout out to the vegans out yeah, there. Vegans, <laughs> what up, vegans? You've got your, you've got your tin of, your tin of hot dogs. Right, I think that's your entry level hot dog. Then then you go in the world food aisle 
and they've got like tall jaws of hot dogs yeah and they look exactly the same but they don't taste the right, same right so in Australia I've seen them having sausages on the the barbie and that right and right. they use these weird hybrid sausage hot dogs like a posh dog like a posh dog but like shrink wrapped into a like a weird little like I don't know like a a set of like, like if you were vacuum sealing them. Aye. Aye, I know Someone's what you mean. Vacuum sealed some some long hybrid sausage dogs. Aye. And that's what they have in the Barbies and this. Just just slice it just seen snip, it. Snip them up and seen it on like, that, uh, They come out like um you know, have you seen uh Blade Runner twenty forty nine? No, I've The new Blade Runner film. Have I you got Blu ray player yet? Not got time for that sort of nonsense. Have you got Blu ray player yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a PlayStation? Do you want, oh, no, Do the, you PlayStation, want play? the PlayStation 4 doesn't need play Blu-rays. Three plays Blu-rays, doesn't it? Uh, I've still yes, got that. Uh, I should, I. I don't know if it works. I haven't turned it on about three years. I don't know if I bought it in Ultra 4K, though. That's a problem. What does that mean? Give us a minute. What I'm is an Ultra 4K? Here. I'll just take these two for examples, right? Yeah, there's first three. So, obviously, because I've got the 4K telly, I was like, I'm not just not having some 4K content, so it's like, that's labyrinth. Is that why, like, everything on your telly looks stupid? Aye. Like, Aye. if you're watching Emma Deal, it like looks it's a, like it's from the future. Like a window. It's like a it's film. Like, <laughs> it's like a window into actual Emma Deal. It's ridiculous. And it's it's really weird. I'm, it's it's really strange <laughs> looking at something on a 4K telly HD MD H R M D Doogie Hauser MD yeah like I don't I don't I can't I can't like connect no. with it it's all no. too new for us it's new for it's me too shiny too shiny uh-huh. that's I, the problem with some of them but 4K so there's Labyrinth, the 30th anniversary edition of Jim Henson's classic Labyrinth. Now, there's not enough formats that I can own this film in. This film was was my childhood, so I, I had to buy it in it 4K. Well. That's Avengers Infinity War in 4K. But that's just a standard Blu-ray, you see? Blade Runner 2049. Would you like to, would you like to borrow Blade Runner 2049? You know Here's one for you. You haven't even fucking opened it. No, I'm not going to. I haven't watched it. I'm, it's I'm, still got the wrappers on. What? I saw it at the cinema, and I just. Don't... So what'd you buy it for? To support the film industry, Liam. Yeah, are you are you mental? I support the film industry. Supporting the film industry. How how much do you reckon these have been paid <coughs> for for this? Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, Ryan. Uh, What's his name? Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Harrison Ford looks ropey as out on there. He looks, uh, he's an old man now. Like He looks like, um, I don't know, he's been crafted out of stone or something. <laughs> His face is It is weird. a weird face. It looks like somebody made him in uh, like a, a game. It looks like the head of uh, Art Attack. Ryan Gosling's a handsome man though. Like, nah. I'm a, I'm a big fan. His eyes too close I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, he does have eyes that are close together. I'll tell you what, the turning point for me and my my uh, budding man crush on Ryan Gosling was his uh, moving performance in the film Drive. Have you seen Drive? Yes, seen Drive. 
More so, more so for the jacket, I think. You know, that like white satin jacket with a scorpion on the back. I mean, who's wearing that and looking that fucking cool? Nobody apart from Rian Gosselin. Yeah, you wouldn't see him wearing it and, like... Not. Nearly bought one. Nearly bought one, and then I had to have a think. Hang on a minute. Am I the guy who'd walk around wearing a, a, a poor replica of the one in drive? That there was only one off anyway. Definitely not. Like, you, just, you wouldn't get away with it. I don't Couldn't pull it off. There's no one. No one's no one but him. about the streets and that. Not even him. He pulls it off so good in that film. a film. I put like or film. You, you suspend your disbelief, didn't you, when you're watching it? And it's got that soundtrack. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I've told the story on this podcast before, but like I, I get, I've got one of their minds. You know, people have got an addictive personality. I've got one of their minds that is so easily penetrated. By like films that like they get in too deep, and then I start to like oh like I start to emanate what I've watched, and when I watched Drive, like I downloaded the Drive soundtrack, and I used to drive in my car at the time, which was a Ford Focus with the Drive soundtrack on, wearing sunglasses, even in questionable light levels where sunglasses probably weren't necessary, and I went through a toothpick phase, where I just had wooden toothpicks. Just because of drive, if anybody, like, I'd only do it when I was driving. Like, if anybody saw us, I'd spit the toothpick out. Like, when I eventually sold that car, there's probably enough toothpicks to make a small raft just floating around the bottom of that car. The amount of times I thought, I can't have people see us do this. But at the same time, my mind is just so susceptible to that kind of shit. Which serendipitously brings us on to last night's performance at the Arctic Monkeys gig. Very good indeed. What a gig. Mr. Turner, I, um... Very good. I, I tip oh, my cut to you, sir. Stage designer. Whoever the stage Whoever designer was. Whoever designed that stage. Bravo, You're a sir. Genius. The Arctic playing again tonight. Tonight. Huh? tonight. I wish I had tickets for both. Oh, I know. Because it was very good indeed. Fucking unbelievable. Um, obviously, one of my all time favourite bands. But kind of went off them a, in the last couple of albums, went off them a bit. I was it just like, yeah. Yeah, I liked it, <clears throat> but I wasn't like blown over by it by until it. I've listened and listened and listened, mm. and it's, it's worked its way in and it's become a becoming a classic. Like I thought that about Humbug and Suppet and Sea. Yes, they were the yeah, two yeah, dodgy yeah. albums for me. The first two were fucking phenomenal. Like the first one, obviously, it was uh, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. That was that I'd like bet you look on the dance floor stuff like that. Marty Bum. Yeah. What a genius. It's just our childhood. Aye. That is exact it was we're growing up at the same time and it was Aye. told stories of like your life. It did but I? But then it was so good. That, so that's weird how and still is. It that's how prolific a songwriter he is. Is it's he's genius. one of the greatest songwriters of our generation. Now, he's think. a bit younger than us, but only by a couple of years, I think. I think yeah, he's, I think he's, he's turned got 30. a long way to go. Aye, they're a lifetime band, and yeah, there's. They're, I think they're once a rarity in, now. Once in a generation, this comes along, and last Aye. night was like sort of the first time I've I've been to the gig in a while that I've proper like it's it was almost old guitar. Aye. It's had a seventies vibe, and it, it it was like ooh, it was bloody good, bloody good indeed. I just it was a fucking hell of a gig. It was the a rare gig where 
I didn't leave the performance like to one get a piss or get a drink. Luckily, I got fucking wasted before I went in, like so I didn't have to get a drink if I had. I bought one right at the start, but I didn't miss any of the gig. It's just phenomenal, and yeah, obviously, seeing him do the performance, I instantly thought, I'm gonna wear that. Yes, I'm yes, gonna, that's, I'm a, gonna that's wear, exactly. I'm, I'm. Where do I get them sunglasses? <laughs> where am I gonna get that vest? I knew straight away, right? We were both at the gig, but we'd gone like separately. So we were in amongst the same crowd of like fucking thousands strong. Uh, so like I stand there and as soon as I saw him come out in that outfit, the first thought in my head was like, I kind of fucking wait to talk lame about that outfit. The second thought was, uh, like how how can I get that outfit? <laughs> how can I how can I replicate that outfit? Is it isn't that weird? Huh? Like uh, when I you think about exactly it, the same. When you think about it, could like. Seasonally, that's a bad outfit to wear, like souvenir oh, jacks yeah. in autumn and winter. They're not unless you're gonna put something under them, but then it just takes away from the whole look that he was rotten that I wanted to replicate. They never like um, it's it's that thing. It's a stage present. It oh, was yeah. a it was a performance. It oh, was yeah. like his act. The outfit was part of it the was performance. part of the performance. Oh, yeah. Obviously, when he wakes up in the morning, he's not gonna put that weird jacket on and. No. I think they have got a seventy vibe about them now, and they've they've gone for the the flares and the even the crop trousers have got uh, a, like a little kick on the end that's got a like it's just a, a different feel. And there's a lot about a lot of that about at the minute in like sort of fashion, but it's never done that well. Like uh, people in every day can't get that. They can't you, nail the flare. Can't nail it because no. everyone tries to pimp it up into a. A twenty eighteen vibe. They'll mm. put something else on it, and it's 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 a tough one to get right. They say like everything's cyclical, especially like if you look at fashion, everything's cyclical. And the flair came back strong for the women at one point. I feel, but never for the men. No, I and think you, I think it's because you'd struggle in twenty eighteen with everything that's going on in the world of twenty eighteen attire. You'd struggle. To, to pair the flair with anything without also going back and dragging something else from the flair genre for like the right shoe like a giant collared shirt like no it's is there a place for a giant collared a shirt in there, yeah, it's, there's not I feel the like, shirt game now is very as opposed to like although saying that you don't have like the giant collared shirt but there's a lot of the a lot of the silk shirt yeah, so that, that silky sort of vibe is the Hawaiian sort of print Aye. or Aye. stripes are massive at the minute. Mm. Like vertical stripes and like candy sort of stripes and they're huge and they're, that's the, the material they're coming in. Not a lot of shirts are out there in that material in planes because it, just, it doesn't quite work as well. Aye. But I would love some. I'd love a black one, and I, or even a white. I would love a white one, but I just can't. Like I can't pick them up anywhere. In my head, when I looked at him, immediately, like you know that whole like robot thing your head does, where it's just like just scans in on him, and it was like 
jacket, red satin, <laughs> modified. His like his name, like he had a Turner on like the like the breast of it, and on the back it just had monkeys. Oh, and like I was like, that it. just looks fucking cool as out. And in my head, I was like, I see a day where this podcast's either doing video podcasts, which is coming. We've said it's coming. We just need to like work out the logistics of it, or like if if we ever decide to do like a fucking live show. That I'd fucking walk out wearing a jacket like that that said franchise on the pot and on the back it just said like the happy accident or like T H A P across the back. And it's just a jacket that you couldn't wear anywhere else. It's part of a performance. It's like do you know what I mean? Like I couldn't walk around it's... with a jacket with my name on it. Nobody's gonna pull that off. Nobody. It's got to be part of a like a bigger thing. Like that set, like the gig, like the night. You couldn't just walk around just like wearing because it's like it's like old school bowling uniforms isn't it yeah it's it, it yeah definitely part of a performance Aye. if you haven't seen the arctic monkeys or if you don't even like them like as a band or whatever like i urge you to see them live because that Aye. performance was something else one of my favorite songs was uh 505 i fucking love 505 and the did like this weird like thing after it. So it's the um it was the, like, it's a proper thing. It's the it's called a something outro and it's because it's, they played five oh five in America and I think it might have been Boston and it's called the Boston Outro. So it it yeah, it, uh, like it dragged on so long and it was heavy it was though, don't it? Heavy and rotty and it was oh, it was so beautiful. Uh, fucking phenomenal. I love five oh five like and then yeah, that was that that blew me mind that moment. I was it's another day that took some heat, right? That took some heat because uh, Alex Turner had said about the song "I Bet You Look Good on the Dance Floor." He'd said at a gig on the mic, he was like, "I fucking hate this song because mm-hmm. it's the song I put them on the map." But because I put them on the map, that's the one that gets talked about so much. Yeah. That's the one that everybody wants to hear. It's like Kings of Leon with "Sex on Fire." Like that's the song they lament, but they can't. At the same time, you're like, fucking hell, this is the one that brought us to the dance. And yeah. you dance with the one that brung you, you know what I mean? But it didn't for us, though, that, because we were long into it before uh, that came. But Arctic Monkeys, did, there was no one out, there wasn't nah. much around before that came. Nah. So like, I, I feel like, yeah, it must get annoying, but you got to play the classics. you got to. you got to, right? And the way they fucking just went into that song where there was just silence and everyone's just cheering and they'd finished the last like the previous song and it was part of the encore and like he just took his jacket off and I was like, Oh fucking hell, it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. He took his jacket off and like he just went, Right then <laughs> Like as if to say like this is the one you've been waiting for. Oh like, fucking hell, here we go again. He's like, Right then And then just fucking just a like a just a fucking note perfect live that sounds gotta be a difficult song to play because it's that quick it's just fucking brilliant just a, a brilliant it's, gig yeah like. very good indeed um, I've been rough as toast be, all bastard day though it's gonna be up there with me top at least top five gigs it's in me top three it's gone into me top three and uh, this isn't a this isn't something I'm proud of however I'd say still the one to beat for me Banana, don't hit it on us too quickly. Well, I'm gonna hit. Coldplay. Oh, I've never seen them. I saw Coldplay live in an uh, in a stadium, not in an arena, and the whole show, start to finish, was just fucking flawless. 
that played all the hits, like all the classics. There was a couple of little gems in there off like unreleased album tracks, but like on the whole, it was just fucking the cream of the crop from every album. And even if you'd fell off Coldplay at any point, the songs were still so fucking good. But it was like Coldplay was the first gig I'd been to where everyone got this weird fucking wristband. Yeah. And it was like a computer built into the wristband. And that's like what, like at certain points in the gig, everybody's wristband just fucking went fucking tits and there was just flashing lights coming off your wrist but when you times that by like thousands and thousands and thousands of people and you're standing in this fucking stadium full of people looking around and just it's a sea of these flashing fucking lights and everybody's wrist kicking off so everyone just held the hand up and it was just like it was just fucking it was just a sight to see like it was a sight to see that's what that and then all these fucking giant balls came out of nowhere that were just bouncing around the crowd and that it was just a hell of a gig but that Arctic Monkeys gig last night Shot straight into my top three. Probably number two. I'd have loved to have seen that gig in a smaller venue. The Arctic Monkeys one? Uh huh. I'd definitely. Mm. Like, I fucking hear people who stand with a phone all night taking pictures and videos. What's going on? What's going on? Right off. Like, that's what. Like, having a conversation with, like, my sister and stuff like that about the gig, and it's like, oh, did you get any good photos or videos? And I was like, no. I absolutely didn't. Barely, like, I didn't even take my phone out of my pocket. I took one very brief video, and it was what fucking song was it? But I'm a big fan of visual things. Um, and there was a point in that gig, and I can reference a point in the Kings of Leon gig, where it was, for Kings of Leon, it was like the opening song. And like the curtain slowly came up, but there was a, just a fucking red light behind them yeah. and the whole arena is pitch black and there's just a red screen behind them and there's just these four black silhouettes yeah. against a red background and it was just so fucking visual I was like that is cool as fuck and last night it happened with Alex Turner when he was standing fucking centre stage with one white light behind him and he was just silhouetted and like his silhouette broke up the light and I was like that looks fucking incredible and I got a picture. I tried to get a video of that, but that was the only time. But there was people around me. <laughs> there's someone else that like before we get into the kids who just can't get off the phone. There was this fucking couple next to me, right? and the bloke didn't move at all. It, like you know, when the rhythm gets you, and you might start to just even bottle a little bit. Mm. Didn't move. Didn't move. He had like three pints at his feet, and he was just like <laughs> a rottweiler. Right? He was like, nobody's coming anywhere near me pints. These are my pints. He didn't move. One hand in the pocket, pint in the hand. Didn't move. His girlfriend went, like, I fucking ends. But you know, like, when girls have had too much to drink and they start going the ends. So she was, like, in front of him and, like, dancing. She was a bigger lady. She was dancing in front of him. And, like, the look on his face, he was, like, forcing a smile out as if he was like, And just ate for the booze. And then she turned around and, like, danced off into the distance a bit. And the look on his face was fucking... <laughs> Iceless man, the look on his face was just like, I fucking hate you, you <laughs> cunt. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, mate. As you burned that, you just not hate her as much. I was like, that look, and she danced back him, and he was like, <laughs> then she turned on again, and was like, I fucking push you downstairs and made it look like an accident. <laughs> like, mate, I'm fucking, I'm moving away from you, like, oh, and then this same bird. She's like, had a phone with a flashlight out looking on the floor. I was like, oh, she must have like, dropped something. And I don't know why, but the first thing we had was like, she's dropped like a ring or a piece of jewellery. And then she found it and she picked it up. And I was like, what the hell was that? 
And then just in the middle of all these people, their attention was on her because of the bright light on the floor. Just, it was a tiny pot of cocaine. And she just <laughs> undid the lid and just had a big old sniff of it, put the lid back on and stuffed a button about pot. I was like, well, how the fuck did you get past no. the drug dog? Did you say the drug dog? No. Ah, they had drug dogs out the front. I saw a lad get uh, fully mounted by the drug dog. Because I, I don't think he had anything on him, but I think he probably had like a, like he'd had a smoke before he came in. Mm. And he must have had the residue on him. I just smelled a bit like it. And the dog like fully mounted him, like paws on his shoulders. And the, <laughs> the dog's face was right in his face. But it was like a Labrador, so it was adorable. So it looked like it was just getting a cuddle. Oh, and it was just like that look in his eyes. Like the dog was looking at him just like, you've made some bad choices in your life, buddy. You're going to be okay, though. <laughs> There's no drugs on this man. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, but all these kids, just like Crazy phones, kids. just some of them, I never saw the phone out of the hand the whole gig, just put, like up in the air recording the full gig, like in 30 minute things for the Snapchat or something. There was, was like, a, a group of kids near me who were so small, they did not see a thing. They, yeah. they stood in a little circle in amongst themselves and danced. Aye. Like, I could see them just dancing and to themselves. They could, they were there for the music, which was good, but they were just tiny little humans and they mm. couldn't see anything. It was so weird. It was a bizarre crowd of people. It was old, it? young. You saw, strange. you saw the uh, the people our age who were there from the start. They were there from the actual yeah. day and day release of. Like, I bet you look good on the dance floor. And, like, that evolved from the indie boy then who had, like, long hair. Like, long... Not, like, down your back long, but, like, over your ears long. Like, a choppy, long haircut. What we all We all (laughs) fucking had it. We all had that hair. And then that indie boy, as he grew older, he evolved into uh, shackets with striped T-shirts. Horizontal stripes. (laughs) Shackets with horizontal striped T-shirts. The black skinny and like a suede shoe. Yeah, the yeah. Many many of them. Many of them. A sea of them. Generics. Generics. <laughs> the generics. The clones. They were out. Then there was people who were out who'd heard two tracks off AM. One of them being Why Do You Only Call Me When You're High? Yeah. The other one probably being Do I Wanna Know? And then they thought, Oh, I'm a massive Arty Monkeys fan. And then you see them like when they played anything from Tranquility Base. They were just like, what? what the fuck is this? I've never heard this one before. I'm glad they only they played the like two songs that I actually liked. Uh, <laughs> there was a limited number. There was a limited number of tracks on that album. However much I enjoyed the album, there was a limited number of tracks on that album that would have worked in a in a. No, like a stadium that's what I mean. Gig. I think it's a small uh, venue. Like I'd love to have seen it in a smaller venue. Mm. I think that's what part of the stage brought it down. And that's it. Enclosed them in a little, little, a smaller space, and give it a vibe. But yeah, absolutely amazing. Kids, get off your phones. You know what I mean. Enjoy top. Enjoy the moment. My top gig, by the way, was Kasabian at Benny Kasim at a festival. Un fucking believable. Unbelievable. Unreal. Like I've seen nothing like it. Probably because I was jumping around in crowds like like an idiot. Um, after like oh, f- eight days camping or something in the uh, blistering heat, 
dying of starvation most of the time because <laughs> I would eat from a dirty little burger van. I mean, like, there's the kind of things I'd eat. I would go to this, like, little that was uh, about six miles away from the campsite. <laughs> a two-day truck from the campsite. It, this is how fucking hungry I was. I'd buy a bun and a block of cheese and, like, just fucking tear it open, and bash it, <laughs> snap it <laughs> off and eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shoddily ripped an off bun and just a That's, square of, just a block of cheese I, in the middle. Just a block of cheese, <laughs> I'd keep hold of it, push it into the bun and snap a bit off. <laughs> Because you didn't have any plates, knives, forks, gloves. You hadn't washed yourself in a month. And it was just fucking disgusting. Like, at the end of that, me, I've never felt it before, but my body was craving certain, like, Aye. things. I was craving, like, fruit. I was craving, Aye. like, just natural things because everything was, like, just kind of shitty. And it's sweet stuff, I... I hadn't had any sugar in like so many days other than through beer and y- your body like turns into this weird there's an animalistic instinct that you you could just fucking murder a passion fruit I just absolutely smash a Kit Kat <laughs> <laughs> I can just fucking just wreck eight fingers <laughs> just I wouldn't even snap the fingers I'd just smash it right down fold four on four uh, and then just take eight take four squared right uh, in your mouth uh, I'm I'd, I'd, I'd normally eating like from the side or something break all the laws of Kit Kat eating that's a, it's it's fucking that's a genuine diet now what Kit Kat uh, no no Kit Kat Kit Kat eating there's a diet where you go on you know like an intermittent fasting diet yeah but there's a diet where you go on where you just enter a fast and wait and then you eat what your body tells you. You know, pregnant women, when pregnant women get weird cravings, mm-hmm. it's like the body's just like a weird fucking machine, right? Your body doesn't know what a Kit Kat is. Your body knows that you put something in your mouth and then when it broke it down, it got X, Y, and Z out of it. It doesn't know it was a Kit Kat. You know it was a Kit Kat, but it remembers the time you did it. So it's that's so why strange, pregnant women get weird cravings, like gherkins and shit, because your body's like... I've got a parasite in us and it's just taking all the goodness and I'm running really low on, say, potassium. It's like, when's the last time I had a really big hit of potassium? Oh, it was that time. You need to eat that. But that translates in your head as, I need to eat a gherkin. But your body's just like, I need the potassium hit. And this new diet is fast yourself until your body starts screaming for a particular thing. And it's because that's the that's the that's mineral the or vitamin that, that you're running low on. Hundred percent believe. I, I get it. I've been there uh-huh. and I've done it. It's it is the weirdest thing because I you, I've never craved like I don't know fruit. Uh, you know, I've never craved fruit. I've nah. never been so hungry that I thought no. Nah. There, there could have been piles of fucking chicken, bloody meat, burgers fucking everything you can think of and I'd absolutely and, and I'd go to the fruit straight away but Aye. that's that's what my body was like craving at the time it was so strange Aye. I fucking I could just I would love a bloody good apple right now oh, get me an apple <laughs> a pink lady I need a pink lady where am I going to get a pink lady yeah. there's plenty of pink ladies on I was going to say Benny could say there have been a few pink ladies uh, about fucking idiots falling asleep in the sun that's the thing, right? Like, I would, 
I'd love to experience Benny Kassim or like another festival like it. However, I would hate to experience Benny Kassim or another festival like it. Like, if I could helicopter in 10 minutes before the act I wanted to see and then just land uh, fed, watered, uh, sunscreen on and just be like alright let's fucking do this and then just say like Kasabian play an unbelievable gig of Benny Kasabian and then just be like alright off I go in a helicopter See, and then you, off again like I can't you, I can't do that life you can do it like you can get an apartment or you can stay in a VIP lounge or whatever and if you're a like bazillionaire right. but you're, ne- you're never gonna get that real feel for right. a festival you're never gonna wake up that's the thing like, your tents are like so packed together it's disgusting and like people are just pissing everywhere and like there's just, you like there's just rubbish As you can, there's no right. bins anywhere no one like uses bins you just throw it out you, you just throw it onto someone else's bit of their tent and it's kind it's of just, fucking... it's just disgusting right. it really is it's like living but in a landfill I'd imagine it's hor- after like after day two you realise like oh shit this this is getting mucky then I don't know after day four you're like get me out of here it's disgusting but it but then you're never gonna get a walking by like some random guy like just walking around the campsite with a guitar playing playing for a beer or a random budget guy trying to nick your booze that you've like (laughs) stashed in the outside to keep cold Um, and it's just weird, like, you just wake up and you're just around this weird, like, community and that everyone's there for the same sort of thing. And it's such a good, like, sort of... Vibe. Vibe to be like in. a good energy. Even though you, you're in absolutely... Danger. <laughs> you're in absolute <laughs> danger of, like, fucking... Disgusting. Disease. Things. Like, God help you if you need a shite. That's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing for me, right? If I hit the beer, like yesterday, I hit the beer for the gig, and then all day to day, I've been a total write-off. Today has been one of the rare days right, where I took myself back off to bed. I got up, because I heard the bin man, and I was like, I haven't put the bins out! <laughs> no! Mad panic to put the bins out. Uh, and then I got back now, so I was like, well, I'm up now, I'll just function. Go on Matty Day's breakfast, thinking that'll be the thing that puts us on the straight and narrow. I'll be fine. I wanted a double egg and bacon Matt muffin. Uh, the order went in bro, wrong. You kind of need bacon out of McDonald's. It's all right in a double egg and bacon, you know. Sometimes it's cooked. <laughs> you roll all the you're all the dice. You're getting bacon. Like that's like Matty Day's bacon. I'm alright with it, but like the order went in wrong, and I ended up with a double sausage and egg Matt muffin. Tasty as a bastard. And my, I, t- I doth my cup to the man who thought, he's a sausage in a tube. Let's flatten this out like a burger. Let's have a sausage burger. It, doesn't Scottish people do that? I don't know. Square sausages or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might have just made that up. I've never. Sp- I've spent time in Scotland, but fleeting at best. Um, they do a, a mean-ass little thing on a breakfast that we don't do. Like what? a potato... Pancakey type thing, like a like a flattened out hash brown. Aye, very good. The good, aye. Ah, it sounds good. I love a hash brown. Been a while since I've had one, but um, aye. when you get it on your breakfast, you're like, mm, mm, I'll skate around that. 
I'll eat around I'll leave, I'll leave that with the mushrooms. <laughs> but I'll maybe try a bit with a bit of bean juice. I'll, just, I'll, I'll try a bit. You try it and then you're like, oh shit. Okay, Scotland, you got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd just stopped at Iron Brew, but these fucking pancake, these flat hash browns is unbelievable. No, but like, if I took myself back off to bed, I had a double sausage and egg McMuffin, and it just didn't fucking work at all. And I took myself back off to bed, and then I woke up like an hour and a half later, just a little bit better. Just It was just enough to try just and get us through the rest of the day. I was like, right, I've just got to get to the podcast. Because I know I'll be having a drink on the podcast, and that'll be like uh, swing your butt, yeah. the hair of the dog that bit you. You know what I mean? That'll pull us back into the game. And this fucking beer mixed with wine's gone down an absolute treat. If I'm honest, I feel more alive than I have done all day. That's very good. This um, this in every dream home a heartache. That's the saddest title it for is, a beer it? I've ever heard. Cannot, I feel, is, cannot is beautiful by the way I feel maybe that, uh, right there. you know the fact that that's so sour I think it's sour for a reason it's, I think they've gone deep on that it's bittersweet like the title it's yeah no it's, I mean. it's a dream home because you've got all them brewers but like when you're drinking you're like it's sour oh, it's good bit, it's <laughs> bittersweet I'm good I, I'm absolutely good but as it's gone me, down, it's got way better. My heart's breaking for this, this beer that I'm drinking. Mm. Very good, very, very good, good towards the end. I think right. you just it's one of them things you need to get into it, and then the second one will be amazing. Aye, I found out about. Uh, I was drinking a pineapple gauze, and I had the first kind. It was called Salty Kiss. We've had it on this podcast yes. before. I was out with uh, a bunch from work. And we're in a bar called Alvino's in Newcastle. Oh, Mr. Vino's. Mr. Alvino. Alan Vino. And he, uh, he served some fine craft ales in there. So I was like, oh, I'm going to hit the salty kiss. And I had the first one. And I was like, that. that. You know when you drink orange juice too soon after brushing your teeth? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it was like that, the first one. But the second one was far better. Like It's like you just got to get through that difficult first mile, aren't you? I think I'm into the second one and it's just running out of the beverage. Aye. Aye. But I know what you mean. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good, good gig. Very good round. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. What else is happening? What's what's happening in your year? Any day to day business? Not a great day, Liam. Not a great deal. I'm uh I took delivery of them fucking things, by the way. Totally what's, forgot about them. You know, like? I remember when I went through that phase. You know, when uh, I was going through my Kickstarter board game phase. Do you remember that? Aye. And I was just starting to, like, buy loads of board games on Kickstarter because hashtag franchise buys games. The second greatest podcast the world's ever known. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was buying loads of board games and then, the as all my phases tend to do, it ran its course. And then I stopped buying them, I stopped playing them. I played them for a break. When I bought them, I was like, oh, play these. It's good. I think it's good. Uh, instead of just sitting in front of a television, digitally talking to people, playing games, it's it's good now and again to just get together in a group and just enjoy each other uh, no. on a level. Definitely not. You don't like, I know, that's not, not so good if you don't like people, but like... Don't like the people or the board games. Or the board games. I remember that time I made you play a board game. That was uh, that was an interesting that was an interesting experience for I you. I mean, I like... 
I'm in. Right. If you wanna, if you wanna start whipping out some weird board games, I'll, I'll try. I'll try that. I'll try and get into it. There's something called Scrabble. <laughs> I heard about old school. Old um, school. It's a game of words. Mouse trap. Mouse traps are classic. Mouse traps are classic. Absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll probably be able to dig something like that. Right. But uh, during my board game phase, I was. But Dark Souls. I was back on all these things because all came with uh, miniatures. Uh, and you know what I'm like for toys. I'm an absolute mug for toys. Like uh, there's just something about it. There's like there's that hole in us, and I, I still haven't figured out what the hole is. But uh, like my body, you know, when we're talking about body screaming out for particular minerals and vitamins, my body screams out for plastic figurines. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I can't play with them anymore. I could. But that part of my imagination died. It is weird, isn't it? Isn't it? I remember. It's it's being them so young that like, I don't know, didn't matter if your person was too big for the bike or. You just made it work. It's a weird. I remember Aye. having this huge like sort of monster truck, well, like a quad, Aye. almost a, a quad, that used to be. Um, remote control but I don't know I'd lost the the batteries had run out or something As it was like did. the mid 90s and my mum would just like leave it till next Christmas to get a battery <laughs> so you got them in your stocking so it was like it was it was a gift to get a couple of double A's an orange an apple a miniature can of coke and some batteries some for your toys off last year <laughs> <laughs> so it was like I, I used to push this thing around it would make that noise you know like, like, like it had cranks in it that was supposed to be motorized, <laughs> but the battery ran out, so it just ba- went. <laughs> I, I it was remember. quite hard to push. <laughs> but I remember having like some little figurine type little figures of like little, I don't know, little G.I. Joe type men or whatever the fuck. Awesome, were. awesome. And playing with them and sitting them on and stuff and having them go on this massive like expedition uh, around the back garden or whatever uh, yeah. but they were tiny on this massive mo- it didn't make sense uh, it would never happen but it it worked and then you'd have like a dinosaur sit on there I had this really weird figure of a bull for some reason <laughs> I don't know why it was like kind of a cartoon bull but it's it like was biting the animals as figures it was, it was weird it was quite long it had a tail and it like every part of a bent. That Aye. was what was cool about it. It's hooves bent and then it's knees bent. Multiple then, I believe in the game. In the business we call that multiple points of articulation. Right, well, it had <laughs> that. And it had horns that like moved as well and its, its head span around. As all good bull horns do. I mean you could, I mean it could have been a sad bull or Aye. a good bull and yeah. it was it, get it worked. Okay, yeah. I remember having that and like heavy like all my little figures that would like ride this little toy bull thing, who's riding giant bulls in these days? Like, which modern day f- army men in the GI Joe were riding bulls whose horns could move? And why haven't they done this already? Wow! Why are people not riding bulls all over the place? I think they do. I think some of them do. Uh, yeah, but they get kicked off for a, for they a get, laugh. They get booked right off. I'd I'd like to ride a bull right through the town. Tie it up outside of Wilkinson's. I'd like to ride a bull. Pop in, in Milligan's for a sausage roll. Like, imagine, imagine, you know how people ride horses. Imagine if, right, just hypothetically here, if 
you were the owner of a zoo. Not necessarily a public one. Maybe you're a very rich man and you've got your own private zoo. A menagerie of animals so in this zoo. You've got loads of pets. You've got pets. You've got exotic pets, right? And you hire zookeepers, right? But they just work for you in your private pet collection. Apprentices. You hire them. Pay them £3 an hour. Exactly, they're on an apprenticeship. There's one guy there who's got all the knowledge, so you have to pay him, but he teaches all the apprentices. Ah, he keeps keeps the ball rolling. So you, you, you raise a load of exotic animals in captivity, so the, the maybe you get a few generations in, right? So the 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 wildness within them, you know, they've got that wildness in them yeah. that's been tampered right down. So it's, uh, it's still there. It's simmering. It's enough. It's enough that if you if you weren't careful, you could unleash the fury of the wildness, right? But for the most part, it had been tampered down. It's a gentle simmer at the minute. Okay, it's like them them Russians when they've they've got like pet bears and that. <laughs> Yes, exactly. The people with pet bears who like sleep in the house. <laughs> people who let bears sleep in the house. Generations grizzlies. that you've cared for, and there's been genetic knowledge passed down that this face, my face, this man, my smell is the smell of like the master. He is the one who cares for you, feeds you, and he gives you all the love and care and attention, and in turn you love him back. Like there's a paternal bond there. And you do that over a few generations to the point where you're well entrenched in the in the gene pool. In the very limited gene pool, you're entrenched. You are a footprint. What kind of animals have we got? I'm talking anything rideable, right? So <laughs> <laughs> ostrich, ostrich, bull, crocodile. Croc? Are you gonna ride a croc? Sea cord, you absolutely could. Silverback gorilla. <laughs> Others, giraffe, giraffe, right? zebra. I'd ride a, a zebra. zebra. A zebra. I'd a ride zebra. a zebra right all over. Right. Any animals that are like, and who's then, not riding? Ze- what the fuck are people not riding? A zebra is just a, essentially a, it's a horse. It's a horse with a different. It's like it's like fucking just a horse with different skin. Get you racist horse bastards! You racist bastards! Get, why am I not seeing horses running at the zebra rights? Rights for zebras. The ten twelve at the entry. You know I what I mean? I seen a zebra take a knee once <laughs> <laughs> for the national African anthem. <laughs> so as the bongos start playing, that's fucking zebra just took a knee. Like. I'd see that's the sort of thing that's gonna get us kicked off Vera and Channel Four. <laughs> that is exactly it. How's that? Africans play like the Africa drum, didn't they? The African <laughs> national anthems, bongos. Holy shit. I've never heard the national anthem of Africa. I'm making an assumption that it's a happy, happy, happy song. <laughs> With a chorus, a choir, and some uh, drums. I'm going to leave it right there. And uh, we're about move, on the hour. <laughs> move swiftly on. Imagine just riding like, like people in the Wild West would ride horses. Imagine just like, well, hello there, little darling. I'm going to head on down to the saloon for a game of cards and some whiskey. And then you put your cowboy hat on and then you climb on the back of a silverback gorilla. <laughs> and <it just laughs> off he goes. <laughs> you just got handfuls of silverback gorilla hair on his back while he's just fucking hammering. See, I think, like, what, what would be really weird now, people like, 
there's so many cars and even bikes and whatever I would, I'd totally love to take a horse just like ride my horse into the town tie it up outside of somewhere you know like right. like they used to in saloons do you reckon you could get like a parking fine or something for parking your horse in a bit where, where are you going to where are you going to put a pine wait a pine where are you going to put a fine on a horse but you're going to stuff it into its bridle or something like, Nah, is it, is it against cop. the law to, to, to tie your horse up somewhere? I know of a tale... Or ride it through the bridges? I know of a tale of a man who's local to these parts, uh, quite quite famed in these parts, uh, a, a budding and promising boxer who uh, once rode his horse into a pub, rode it into Straight the pub. In. Like, the horse was... In the pub. See, I, I think that's hilarious. I hilarious. Definitely. Absolutely hilarious. Imagine just like going that. around the local just for a swift one. Just I fancy a pint just to take the edge off. And then just a man rides a horse into the establishment. Doesn't part it outside like any like like a saloon and like ties it off around just a like a log. This is not it's just the horses. What if someone in nicked the your horse? Like you'd have to have a horse license or you'd something? You'd have to you'd have to have like a registration went, plate or something on your horse. Could you go speeding on horse? Can horses do more than 30 mile an hour? I don't know. Could I get a fine? Question everything. Can a horse do more than 30 mile an hour? I'd reckon a horse would keep up at 30 mile I an hour. I like, think they'd, they'd hit a good 45. Full, full pelt I reckon a horse will do 30. Maybe more. Full I reckon pelt. they'd do 40. Like things like rhinos can do like 40 mile an hour and you look at them fucking like they're like I'd ride a rhino they're like. like actual tanks. I'd ride a rhino, I'd need some sort of, um, like, tank-style uh, steps. Aye, you'd have to, aye. Like a good harness. Aye. What you'd need, I think you'd need a, a miniaturised version of the thing that gets you on an aeroplane. Aye. You know, them stairs that drive about. Just drivable stairs. Um, Maybe, like, drivable stairs, but on, you know, them small cars that you get kids. I believe we call them little tykes. It's a red car with a yellow roof. Oh, and then you just pedal just one of them just a little bit bigger than a child's one and just stairs on the back and just ride it up with a rhino what else would I climb on what other animals would I have a I'd ride a giraffe like all day all day all day <sighs> like I don't know like the neck length might be a bit have you seen giraffes fight by the way oh, I mental the bastards they I... use their heads like wrecking balls giraffes are like definitely one of them things that should never be alive they're just so bizarre. They don't make sense, do they? No. I've seen Pe- one. People are talk talk about. I seen a meme the other day about uh, a unicorn. How it's a horse or a horn. Right. And that's non-existent, and everyone talks about it as being this fantasy thing. Right. It's a horse or a horn. Yet there's a, a really long, fucking, <laughs> snaky-looking horse. <laughs> Long-haired. The, the cheetah looking what, what's the benefit of all that neck exactly you know what I mean why did you not just have a normal neck but just longer legs you know what I mean if you want to eat the stuff at the top of the tree grow really long legs then not just stop growing your legs and think ah, I'm just going to grow my neck here like um, plenty there's a few things to know about giraffes and one of them is um, easy to choke one out easy to choke one out <laughs> not loads easy of to neck. rise <laughs> loads of neck loads of neck to choke uh, out Blood pressure, very high blood pressure. Really? Well, you've got to be able to pump the blood all straight the way up that where it is. Good and for that is insane. That's solid it knowledge. Insane amounts of energy. That is fucking solid, solid knowledge. And that one guy of the only fucking... animals that f- falls six and a half foot when it's shit out when it's uh, giving birth. 
so that's why it doesn't got longer legs. When it gives birth, it needs it needs to hit the floor. Aye, uh, you wouldn't like your your small baby giraffe dropping any more than six and a half no. foot. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a giraffe, an actual giraffe. In I've seen them in a. Uh, I think Flamingo Land has them. Like that, I. Or maybe South Lake Zoo. Never been there. It's uh, it's a weird one that they've just got like. Like packs of lemurs just roll, roaming free. Oh, I didn't like Within that. a certain area, the area is fenced in itself, but like you could be at a picnic table. I think I've told the story before. I saw a little boy at a picnic table, and you know when like, kids do a thing where they're like, the parents are like, sit down and eat your quavers. He's like, no, I'm gonna eat my quavers by myself because I'm a young adult. And he's like, four. And he just fucked off with this bag of quavers and sat by himself on a set of picnic bench. And these lemurs were just like, look at this little mug. Absolutely. Absolutely little mug. So they just fucking like on mass drop down onto the fucking picnic table right in front of him a shit his pants as you would if you're four year old and a gang of tiny monkeys just sets about you like a fucking dog on our chips <laughs> they just nicked his bag of crisps and fucked off they didn't bother like targeting the adults or not they're just like wolves they targeted the young the lame or the yes, weak and very just, good this oh, young right. one just sitting there and they were like right I'm having his quavers how weird is it right you've never lived until you've with your own human eyes saw a tiny monkey eating a bag of quavers like a human <laughs> holding the bag in one hand and then because the bag's quite big compared to Lima just like diving <laughs> in with the other one like pulling a quaver out and just eating a quaver I'm like how's this zoo not being shut down <laughs> seven keepers have died in the tiger enclosure in this past year and then the, you've got all your monkeys eating fucking <laughs> fucking saturated fat laden crisps <laughs> it's supposed to live off fruit eating fucking crisps bags of harry boys <laughs> one of them's got a double sausage and egg mat mom <laughs> cheese sandwiches from people's fucking well, I'm eating fucking beef paste sonny's cut into squares. Oh nah, I'd mental. I'd I'd ride a uh, I'd ride a deer, a stag. Imagine Why riding a reindeer. Not riding stags. Imagine riding a reindeer. Do or they an elk. do them in um what's it called? In like the place where they chase fucking stags around for all year. I don't know. I don't do, know. Do I they not ride them? I reckon riding a reindeer, reindeer would be badass. Be, be I don't know if they've got the legs, but I don't know if... Seeing that, like, you're not elk. Uh, elk are giant, ginormous. They're you would probably... They would probably withstand the weight of a human on the back, but, like, a deer has got very spindly legs, I feel. Uh, like, if you put any weight imagine, on his back, you might break his legs. Like, riding a deer, and it just was, like, running full force with its fucking antlers. Jesus, what a mm. dangerous little machine that is. Imagine, same said for a rhino. A rhino at full pelt at 40 mile an hour where it's head down and it's horn pointing straight out. And a, a jeep, a jeep full of poachers behind you. A jeep full of really poor poachers behind you just wanting that good ivory. They've started dyeing them. Have you seen? They started, started like, cutting them off. Cutting them off and, da- and painting them. Painting right. them pink and shit. Right. So there's just rhinos mooching about Africa with like Stop massive... The, uh, Massive like fucking pink horns, pride horns, and that. Work, it's working apparently. Good, good. Stop fucking good. chopping up rhinos for now, you daft cunts. Although, question everything. What, uh, 
what path did your life have to take where like butchering an endangered species was the thing that would get you yeah, these people don't that I think they don't know endangered. They don't know what they endangered don't know any, species. They don't know any different, no. really. They're just ill-educated, and they don't have to be. It's the same thing we but said then, last week. Do ants know the internet exists? But then the, like, they're selling it to people in China who, who do know, like do know, and uh, they they've got this weird thing about like trying to fucking eat rhino yeah. horns and soups and shit. And it's like shark fin soup. They cut the fin off and either shark bite. Like he sad. names that. Like kill it if you're gonna tap the hot. If you're gonna tap the fin kill the poo fucking thing you know what I mean or don't take the fin at all that'll be the first choice first choice stop taking the fin second choice if you're going to be a cunt and take the fin at least kill it like do the human thing don't cut its fin off do which the is human its, thing and kill it which is it's like <laughs> fucking like mode of getting about and then just chop all its fins off and hire a bat in the water so it just becomes Sad. a mystery tube <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a living mystery tube oh, and just can't bless. move anywhere so it just slowly sinks to the bottom and fucking drowns I feel a inhumane I feel a protest coming on inside of us you reckon a protest coming on uh, I'm going to protest against Summit I've uh, I've got a 12 hour kip inside of me that's what I've got coming on a 12 hour sleep I feel enraged I want to hit someone but I don't know what for so uh, climate be, change or animals uh, yeah, that's, one of the two, that's the two big ones like I'd go climate change. I'll 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 hit an animal for punch, climate change. Punch a silver bat in the face for climate change. I'll punch a cow. Punch a cow for its fucking farts. <laughs> ruining the earth with its farts. Should we wrap that up there, Liam? You got anything else you want to get into? Nah, nah. We'll wrap it up there, boys and girls. This has been episode one hundred and four of the Happy Accident Podcast. Probably the greatest podcast in the world. The Pro- first probably. and the last 104. The first and last episode 104. We used to do that all the time, didn't we? The yeah. first and the last episode, like 27 or something, the last time we did it. This has been the first and last episode 104. It's good words. It's good, wasn't it? It's clever. It's clever. If you've enjoyed what's happened to you, jump on over to that little podcast app and leave us a review. We'd very much appreciate that. Do, do just converse with us about anything. Anything that we've said here. Anything that we haven't said. Anything that you want to talk about. We're available across all social networks. Twitter, at Happy Accident PC. Instagram, The Happy Accident. Facebook page, The Happy Accident. Uh, we're there. We are always watching, always listening. The notifications come straight to us. The, believe it or not, there isn't like a 50-strong production team behind this this podcast. This happens not on yet. a weekly basis just by the grit and determination of just two men. If just having nowhere else to go. If having no better to do on a Friday night. Just round the week off nicely with some beers and some absolute nonsense. Some northern nonsense. Questioning things. Dropping knowledge bombs like giraffes blood pressure. You know Very what I mean? Good. Very yeah. good. Very good. Um Enjoy your weekend, everyone. Have a lovely weekend. If if anybody's if. listening to this on a Friday night or the Saturday morning and you are local to the northeast, them happy accident boys will be out and about. Men on the town. On uh, Saturday evening, you could find us at By the River, just enjoying a casual beverage with another pal of ours. Just, we'll be out and about having a few beers. If you see us, do feel free to come up and have a, have a word, have a chat. Right. Let's, let's get some... Let's have a selfie. Let's have a selfie for the gram. You know what I mean? We're there. We're approachable, honestly. 
honestly, even if Liam doesn't look like it, he is most of the time sometimes approachable. Have you got anything else you want to say, Liam? Just uh, be nice. Be nice to each other. Be nice to each other. I haven't got any question. Be nice. Uh, question everything and uh, protest everything. Protest. And protest. if you ever think to yourself, I fancy a fucking bit of rhino horn. Dennis. Stop. Behave yourself. Behave yourself. What are you going to use it for? Toothbrush holder? Prick. Laters.